Welcome to the Griot Journal's Coming Home Podcast. Your voice truly matters here. On this podcast, Dr. Marianne Jefferson seamlessly weaves your invaluable feedback, questions, and stories with her own unique insights. Join us on a journey that's often humorous, yet always fulfilling, as we're accompanied by a diverse range of guests and experts. Together, we'll dive deep into the realms of philosophy, society, culture, relationships, and personal growth. If you're ready to set out on a path of self-discovery and nurture deeper connections, you're in the right place at the right time. And in case you haven't heard it in a while, from our hearts to yours, welcome home. There are certain phrases you are absolutely never prepared to hear, and they can evoke strong feelings and emotions that range from fear, confusion, absolute horror, to relief, and maybe even joy. Words like, you're pregnant, or words like, you have cancer, or maybe even the words, you have Parkinson's. Everyone reacts differently when receiving these kinds of diagnosis. But the most important thing is when you are supporting someone who are who's receiving this information, that you be supportive. Um, other reactions might be reacting with despair. A diagnosis like this can uh, cause feelings of anger and depression. Imagine that they have had a plan for their lives that did not include this. And without information about Parkinson's, they have only what they have imagined or maybe myths that they have heard about. And so this can be very difficult. Another reaction to diagnosis of Parkinson's might be denial. Denial is hearing the information understanding what it means, but not being able to make it applicable to themselves. It's very difficult to internalize sometimes this information because of the confusion married with the idea of the type of person, the type of reality that they have been facing. And again, if you have expectations about maybe that there aren't things that can be done to improve your life, then it may be very much overwhelming indeed. But on the other hand, for some people, they're experiencing a bit of relief. And the relief comes because they have seen signs and symptoms. They have known something is wrong or others around them have been complaining that they have seen symptoms but have not been able to tell exactly what's going on. And so the diagnosis is a form of relief for them because now they have that in hand, a diagnosis. They know what's going on. And if you know what's going on, if you've got a diagnosis or a reason for what you've been seeing, then maybe there's something that you can do about it. It can also produce, after hearing this information, a bit of resolve. What do I mean by that? 
Well, once you have this diagnosis, you have some decisions to make on how you're going to progress. And that can take some time as well. It's kind of like the stages of grief when you hear information, you experience a bit of denial. Um, It may take a while to move from that into some type of action. And so when people hear this information after a time, they make the decision that either their life is over or their life can be just beginning in a new way. Parkinson's historically has been a little bit challenging because there's not really a test that one can take. There's no blood test that is to say that you can take to tell that you have Parkinson's. Really, they're looking at signs and symptoms or observations that people make. And because people don't always readily go to the doctor, sometimes this diagnosis is delayed. Or because there are still myths around when a person can be diagnosed with Parkinson's, treatment and diagnosis are still delayed because we still think that Parkinson's only happens in people who are really old, which again is a very, very outdated myth. Here are about 10 signs that are apparent in people with Parkinson's. And again, about 15% of people with Parkinson's are under the age of 50 and about 5% of people with Parkinson's are under the age of 40. And it's called early onset Parkinson's. And so one of the things that is important to be able to hold in order to help people with Parkinson's or living with Parkinson's is to understand the signs and the symptoms. One of the first signs that you might notice is a tremor in the hand, and that tremor might look differently. Um, It may not be as severe as uh, you might think. It might be slight, and it might not be every day, all day. Sometimes that tremor kind of dissipates, and you don't see it very often, but it creeps back up on you again. Have you noticed maybe slight shaking or tremor in yourself or someone you love? Um, one of the other things that could happen along with that tremor is difficulty in holding things or, or being able to manipulate car keys, stick the key in the ignition or the remote controls. These are things that would jump out at you if someone, uh, were having this problem pretty often. It should not be ignored. Another symptom might be smaller handwriting. And again, this is because you don't have the dexterity or uh, control in your hands that you would normally have uh, if you were having um, just a normal way of of writing, if you will. Change in handwriting might also be a sign that you have Parkinson's. A loss of smell. Um, Some people believe that with age, the loss of hearing and the loss of smell, you know, your senses begin to dull. And while this is true, it could be something to kind of pay attention to. I know that we are challenged in these days and times because of 
uh, SARS-CoV-2, if you will. But there are other things that can change your senses. Definitely not something to be ignored and definitely a place to have a discussion. Some things that you might notice with someone diagnosed uh, or with these symptoms are that they are not able to notice if they indeed have a, a smell about them or if something is burning or if there are uh, other odors or aromas that are abnormal. They are not as able to tell what they are or what's going on about them. Trouble sleeping. Another symptom that some people say happens as you get older, that you need less sleep. But it could be a symptom of Parkinson's. Um, not just not sleeping, but not sleeping deeply, very easily aroused. Um, they may get up in the night and you hear them fumbling around in the kitchen or the light is on as they do a little night reading or early morning reading or going into the living room or uh, turning the television on in spaces to entertain them to fill those hours. It's not just a, a getting old symptom, if you will, or getting older symptom. It may be something, um, something else, not even just Parkinson's. So if there is insomnia, you want to ask a few more questions and check that out. Um, another big one is stumbling about, difficulty moving, uh, a stiffness about their way of moving. Um, it may seem that they have little control. They may have difficulty with getting up from spaces or even sitting down where they're plopping down or they may need assistance up or they have to wriggle their way up out of a chair or something along those uh, lines. They may even have a gait that's difficult um, wider, if you will, in order co to control their stance. Um, there's falling as well. And this can be very dangerous, um, not just in, in older people, but younger people as well. Head traumas may increase the hip fractures. These are dangers that um, definitely change the life of individuals who are struggling in this way. And so when you notice these things, it's very important um, to ask a few more questions. Um, if you are not used to being around someone who is struggling or challenged in this way, when you have an opportunity, um, do a little investigative questioning, if you will, just to find out how long it's been happening and the changes that occur as a result of these things. Oftentimes, one symptom uh, may be apparent, but uh, classically in this diagnosis, a lot is going on at one time. Uh, constipation can be really embarrassing to talk about, but it is another symptom of Parkinson's and it can be very painful. Sometimes people may even take medications from over the counter that do not give relief. And there are all kinds of implications to this constipation. Um, and so talking about challenging things again can be difficult, but you can also explore uh, these things and maybe accompany your loved ones to the doctor um, and ask about certain questions. Ask, you know, your loved one, if you can attend the doctor's appointment, talk about some of the symptoms that are most bothersome to them 
um, express an understanding that you realize that it might be a little difficult to talk about, but that you are supportive and that what that support comes with is non-judgment, caring, and a genuine desire to want to help them to figure things out so that their lives can be improved. Um, Noticing a change in their voice, that it has dropped, their tone of voice is changing, Um, it's a bit more airy or breathy, if you will, Um, and masked face, dizziness, or fainting. Um, And then the the hunching over a bit, um, the way they carry their shoulders. The masked face really is more about an expressionless face, if you will. So you can even, you know, give this person a gift that they've been anticipating and are excited about. And they may say thank you, but the the surprise or the uh, joy that would normally accompany receiving such gifts is just not there. And it can be difficult to cope with, but not impossible. These are a few of the signs, and next time we are together, I want to explore a little bit more about the hope that comes along with the diagnosis, because there is hope. Thank you for joining me today on today's podcast, Coming Home with Dr. Marianne Jefferson. Looking forward to talking with you again soon. God bless. As we conclude this episode of the Grio Journal's Coming Home Podcast, we extend our profound appreciation for your presence in our community. Your stories and feedback are at the heart of what we do here. We'll be back soon with more captivating discussions, expert insights, and inspiring storytelling and expert conversations. If you found today's episode insightful, we invite you to consider sharing it with your network and leaving us a review. To learn more about the Grio Journal, visit warriorspurse.com. Until next time, from Dr. J and the team, thank you. We hope your week is filled with peace and balance.